Hi there, this is Marcus Fernandez, your host for The Home Prescriber. This podcast is for all things homeopathy, for home prescribing, acute issues that you can deal with at home with some simple homeopathic remedies. We'll be covering everything from anxiety to cystitis to sprains, strains, bumps and bruises to hay fever. Well, I'm going to show you the top remedies that you can use for home prescribing. So check us out now and become a confident home prescriber. What are you pissed off about? What are you angry about? What are you suppressing? Today, we're going to do the top five remedies for cystitis. Okay, top five remedies for cystitis. And like I said, these are the top tips for you to use at home for prescribing, especially if you're a home prescriber or even new to homeopathy. But also if you've been practicing homeopathy for a while or using it for a while, it's just good to have a really basic overview, reminder of some of these top remedies. Because homeopathy is simple and we often complicate it. So I want to celebrate you all for those who are using homeopathy in their lives. And to me, it should be in everybody's lives. It should be the lives of you, your friends, your family. Anybody you know, I always say, try to talk to at least one person a day about homeopathy because it can literally change their lives. And if you've experienced homeopathy in your own life, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, sometimes it can be the Arnica experience. Sometimes it can be the remedy you took for a fever or the remedy that you took for cystitis. Let's start. So these sessions, these are short sessions. Like I said, these are just the top remedies. You're going to go through five top remedies. There's lots of different remedies for cystitis. But I'm just going to show, go through some of the top five that I found particularly useful in practice. Uh, so we're going to go through them now. So let's now remember with any of these uh, ailments, there can often be a mental and emotional side to these remedy pictures. Because in homeopathy, we look at as a totality, mentally, emotionally, as well as physically. We don't just look at it physically um, and treat it. And I always use that, and, and that analogy. I'm going to repeat the analogy because I love it. I always say it's a bit like a car dashboard. If the oil light flashes, it means there's something wrong in the engine. If you just take the bulb out or just suppress the symptoms, then the car's going to break down two or three miles down the road. So in homeopathy, we go into the engine. We just don't suppress symptoms. And we sort the cause out and the bulb goes off by itself. So like I said, there can be often mental and emotional causes behind these things. And with cystitis, what do you think it could be? Please put in the chat what you think it could be. What could cause cystitis in people. Often people get pissed off. What are you pissed off about? What are you angry about? What are you suppressing? So often I've experienced this treating people. You'll take the symptoms. It's what's behind you, what's going on. But often it can be a mental and emotional cause. It can be stress, being pissed off, suppression of anger as well. That can be a big thing. Yes, it can be sexual as well, Martine's saying. And we'll talk about one of those remedies for that. So let's go into this. So basically, there's a disclaimer. Going to put it in there. This information within this presentation is for the over-the-counter use of homeopathy remedies, not intended to be a substitute for the diagnosis of any health or physical disease or mental health condition. Please seek the services of a qualified homeopath practitioner or a healthcare professional. So cystitis, what is it? What is cystitis? Well, it's an inflammation of the bladder and or the urethra. It's one of the most common urinary tract infections or what's called UTIs, particularly common in women, but men can get it as well. And often it can get better by itself, drinking plenty of water. You've all the, take cranberry juice, but plenty of fluids to flush out. 
And sometimes people get cystitis quite frequently and may need more regular or long-term treatment. So again, we're going to talk about some acute remedies for whilst you've got the acute phase of cystitis. But if you keep getting in and it keeps reoccurring, then I would say go see yourself a qualified practitioner because we can treat maybe something more of a chronic condition. I and mean, we may, may be miasmatic we need to look at, but it may need more uh, chronic treatment. So what are the cystitis symptoms? Pain, burning or stinging when you urinate. Needing to urinate more often and urgently than usual. The urine can be dull, cloudy or strong smell. And you can have pain low down in the tummy, okay? Like a sensation of tenderness in the tummy area. And again, if you ever suffer from one of these symptoms, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So let's look at some of the homeopathic remedies. First remedy, apis, apis mel. Again, when you're looking at symptoms, what people you admire yourself or your friends or your family or the kids, we're looking at the modalities, what makes it better, what makes it worse, location, where it is. And apis, I'm going to do this in alphabetical order, not, not in, a, in order of importance, alphabetical order. So the first one is A, apis. This keynote for apis, remember keynotes? If you played a note on the piano, then you'd recognize the, that song straight away. One of the keynotes for apis is burning. Burning and soreness whilst urinating. And the other thing they have, stinging pains. Think of the bee, the bee sting, stinging pains. Especially the last drops, they burn and they smart. The last drops of urine, passing the urine, it burns and it smarts. And you find with apis, they almost like urinate more than they drink. So they're quite thirstless. They don't, like, they don't drink, okay, but they still urinate. And have this, this constant desire to urinate worse at night. Better for cold, application of cold. So they're better if they bathe in cold or have a cold application. Worse for heat, worse for touch. So they can't touch any of the, the, the area. Worse heat, worse touch. Worse lying down. And worse at 4 p.m. This is a keynote of Apis. There's another remedy that has worse 4 p.m., which is lycopodium. But this is worse 4 p.m., okay? Well, with Apis, think about the burning, the soreness, the stinging pains, and the last drops burn and smart, okay? Cantharis, this is the next remedy. This is one of the most popular remedies is, is Cantharis. It's, it's, very, it's, it's really common. I would say probably my number one remedy I go to first. And Cantharis, this is where they have a constant desire to urinate, an intolerable urging to urinate. And one thing they do have, they have cutting pains before, during, and after urination. Before, during, and after urination. Just before they're about to urinate, during it, and afterwards. And the urine is burning and scalding. And again, a little bit like Apis, the urine is passed drop by drop. Well, obviously it's drop by, but it's like the pain is so intense. And they dread going to the toilet. Oh my God, I've got to go. They've got to build themselves up before they go and, and go to the toilet. And sometimes they can describe themselves having a griping pain in the bladder, like a griping pain. Burning thirst, but aversion to drink. So they can have this real thirst, again, opposite to apis, but there's not thirst. They have, an, but they have a burning thirst, but an aversion to drinking. And often that's because they don't want to aggravate. They don't want to aggravate uh, and having to go to the toilet again. But what happens is it's almost becomes a catch-22 position because they need to drink more, really. Worse for touch, worse cold, worse drinking cold water, worse for coffee. Better for warmth, okay? So they're much more better for warmth and better for lying or better for lying down. 
That's cantharis. So think about it as one of your number one remedies. Okay. Next one, Nux Vomica. Okay. Now we've talked to Nux Vomica in a couple of sessions we've just had over the past couple of weeks. Now with Nux Vomica, there's painful, but it's ineffectual urging to urinate. It's almost like they can't urinate. They try to go, but it's like it won't come out. But there's frequent urging to go, but unable to pass it. Okay. Unable to pass it. And it's almost like the sphincter, it's like it goes into spasm. Okay. Goes into spasm and the bladder can get very irritable about it. Often sometimes have this with having going to the toilet, passing stool, ineffectual urging. They want to go, but they can't. So frequent going to the bathroom, little and often, where they have this itching and itching in the urethra and pain in the neck of the bladder whilst they're urinating. Okay. Pain and irritation, itching in the urethra, feel like they want to itch it and pain in the neck whilst urinating. And they can be extremely irritable and extremely angry, Nux Vomica. As you know, this is part of that picture of Nux Vomica. Very angry, very irritable, shouting. They're sort of, they're pissed off. Okay, next remedy is sarsaparilla. Okay, so sarsaparilla, you can see the little picture of the sarsaparilla, little twig things. And here the bladder feels tender. Okay, so the bladder feels tender. There's an urging to urinate, but they have severe pain at the end of the urination. Okay, end of urination, they get severe pain. So you can start to see now there's all these different things that what we call characteristic symptoms of the remedy. Some are worse before, some are worse during, some are worse after. Sarsaparilla, severe pain at the end of urination. So as the urine ceases to flow, that's when the pain comes. And the pain can be so much that it causes the person to scream in pain. They're, at, they're in so much pain with it. You may have experienced this, this sort of level of pain with the cystitis, but this will be a sarsaparilla. And one of the strange, rare, peculiar symptoms of sarsaparilla is that it's better for standing to urinate. can only pass urine while standing. So they're trying to, you know, they're worse if they're sitting down because when they sit down, the urine dribbles and it's quite a feeble stream. The stream of urine coming out, it's much better if they stand. So sometimes they're hovering over the toilet bowl because it's better for standing. So that's sarsaparilla. So better for standing, can pass urine only when standing. Otherwise, if they're sitting, it dribbles and is feeble. But please remember this pain at the end of urination. That's one of the key, key notes of, of sarsaparilla. And finally, number five, Staphylococcus sangria. This with cantharis for me is one of the most common remedies that I've used for people for cystitis. It's good for what's called honeymoon cystitis. A bit of an old expression, but basically it's when people have too much sex. So cystitis having a lot of sex, what I mean a lot of sex, I mean frequently, and there's like irritation. And often they can get cystitis after that. This is also a remedy good cystitis after surgery. So if there's been any, any surgery around that, that whole area, any, even internal examinations, or there's some form of abuse that's gone on around that, the whole area, then the body feels violated. So it's, you know, when you have an examination or an internal examination, I've treated many, many people who felt like this afterwards, they feel violated. Or even if they feel okay in themselves, the body feels so, in some way violated from surgery or whatever. Just because you have an anesthetic and maybe that you're unconscious, the body still feels violated. And Staphylococcus is the number one remedy from that. One of the remedies from surgery, particularly from cutting, but it's also good for dental surgery and things like that. 
It's a great remedy when the body feels like it's being abused and violated in some way. Now, this is a great remedy where you may take in the case and, and it's come, this cystitis has happened after the person has been humiliated in some way or they feel like they're suppressing their anger. They're angry, but they're not showing it. They're keeping it in. Because often the picture of Staphylococcus aggregate is that they're very sweet, but underneath it, there's a lot of suppressed anger. So often this can go into cystitis. And they have a sensation like a pressure upon the bladder. feels like they never empty the bladder. Even after they go to the toilet and urinate, they don't feel like they're properly emptying the bladder. And with this frequent urging to urinate, often it can be very scanty urination, not much is passed, or profuse watery urine. So it can either be one or the other. And they have a strange, rare, and peculiar symptom where the sensation of a drop rolling along the urethra. feel like a drop of urine is rolling along the urethra. And they can have burning in the urethra with or without urination, okay? So they can have this burning sensation in the urethra all of the time, either the urinating or the not urinating. And they can have an urging and pain after urinating as well. Now, they're better for warmth, better for rest, worse for cold drinks, worse at night, okay? But you'll see this remedy, particularly, as I said, worse after sex or a lot of, and it gets, every time they have sex, it gets cystitis or after surgery, or if there's some kind of humiliation, emotional connection around the cystitis. So if it is reoccurring, if you go and see a homeopath for more chronic cystitis, the homeopath will often ask you, when did it all start? So if you've had it, say, a couple of years or a year or six months, the homeopath will take all the symptoms of the location, the modalities, the sensation, what it feels like, what makes it better, what makes it worse. And then the next question they'll ask is, when did it all start? And it could be started when you started a new job and you're working for a new boss. And you've got to be very nice, but you, the boss is not very nice, not very nice towards you, not very pleasant. And you're having to keep put a smiley face on, but actually underneath it, you're angry. I remember treating a PA in the city here in London and she worked for this boss and this boss was, was pretty horrible to her. And she was just seething all the time, but she had to suppress it in and she kept getting in this reoccurring cystitis. And we treated her with Staphylococcus and it all cleared up. And then she sent all the other PAs who worked in the, who worked on the same floor, they all came to see me. And they're all suffering from this suppression of emotions and having to put a brave face on every day or be nice all the time. So often it will be suppressed. So that's Staphylococcus So that's the top five. So we talked about Apis. We've talked about Cantharis. We've talked about Nux Vomica. We talked about Sarsaparilla. And we've talked about Staphylococcus Okay, so those type five remedies I found very, very useful. I hope you do too if you do suffer from cystitis. And I say seek advice, as I said at the beginning, from a, a homeopath if you're, or a healthcare professional if your temperature is very high and you find there's pain extending into the loins here and the kidney area. Because often, sometimes this infection can go into kidneys and you need to get medical help. Prompt medical attention is always warranted. There's blood in the urine. Now, often you'll get bits of blood in the urine because of the inflammation. But again, a kidney infection is serious and you, you can get scarring the kidney. So you really need to get it treated as soon as possible. Okay. So I hope you find that useful. And we've got a, yeah, I mean, again, just use these things. You know, the best advice I was ever given was always learn the top few remedies for everything that you see because it just makes it life much easier when you prescribe me. Because homeopathy, when you read more and more about homeopathy, get really big books then you can get really overwhelmed. You've got to keep it simple. 
Hi, Marcus here. Just want to say a big thank you for listening to the podcast. And I hope you feel more confident about prescribing homeopathic remedies in acute situations. Now, you can also access, if you click on the link below, my free book as an ebook called The Home Prescriber. And here you'll find a lot more information about all different acute conditions that you can treat within the home with homeopathy. Also, I'm going to give you access to our free home prescriber course with one of our lecturers, Hilary Dorian. This is an amazing course where Hilary will deep dive into the principles and philosophy of homeopathy and looking at remedies, as well as looking at potency and how to prescribe. So click on the link below for cchomeopathy.com to get access to your free home prescriber course. Again, thank you for listening and we'll look forward to seeing you very soon on our next podcast. 